Welcome to Cursed, a bi-weekly podcast that investigates the liminal spaces, from everyday witchcraft to the haunted and the phantasmic. Hang out with us as we explore our personal experiences with the unknown and celebrate our craft. episode 14 yeah the leeds devil the leeds devil and before we get started we have our normal thing of patron shout outs because so, y'all are so awesome so we want to definitely make sure that you get you guys get the credit you deserve yeah because um, you guys make this shit possible right like listeners like you um, <laughs> i feel like pbs <laughs> i know so um i always read the haints so let's because it's on my phone but you you read the Haints. Okay. In case anybody wants to hear their name in your voice. Oh, all right. Uh, so on the Haints level, we have Tori, Tamara, Rachel the Pickety Witch, Corey and Lane of New World Witchery, Alyssa, Joanne, Aaron, Melissa D, Cindy Brannon of Keeping Her Keys, Dakota, Chris of Pagan Ironworks, and Starfriend. And for our poltergeist, we have Temple, Alex, Faith, Melissa S, Heather, Abiel, Jessica, Sydney and Tiffany. Um, so we actually have got a few more since our last episode. Yeah. Um, I think we glamored them pretty well. I think we did. And we um, enticed them with that tarot reading too. Right. And then they're going to hear this and they're going to be like, snap out of it. And they're going to be like, cancel. <laughs> um, but no. So um, yeah, that's really cool because like for just a dollar, you get all our bonus stuff. You get our notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but then for $5, uh, you get for less than a pack of cigarettes. That's how I think about it. <laughs> or less, for less than a pa- uh, cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. No, you can get a decal. You get your shout outs. You get access to all the bonus stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, $10. You get that personalized tarot reading from Cricket every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also get the shout outs, the decal. And we do have some stuff that we're working on to um, maybe add another tier, add some more perks for everybody. Mm-hmm. So um, the notes are just like the tip. Just the tip. We don't have to do sexual <laughs> windows anymore because this is not... This is the Jersey Devil. This isn't... Um... Are you kidding me? We're always doing sexual innu- right. innuendos. Um, and then we... I think we discussed a couple of episodes ago in one of our bonus episodes about possibly doing a new goal on Patreon. Oh, yeah. That's... Yeah. A, a sleepover. Scary sleepover. Yeah. So um, we want to... Spin the bottle. Hi, <laughs> um, se- six minutes in hell. Uh, light as a feather. Stiff as a board. Um, that I mean, pillow fights. Yes. Uh, the three and the, kings, the three game. kings thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so don't, don't forget that. <laughs> so um, we're excited. Yes. Uh, and we're trying to get some more merch because I know people want that, mm-hmm. um, and we want you to uh, promote us um, everywhere for free. Yeah. No. <laughs> Be our no. walking billboard. <laughs> No, I enjoy it because I'm wearing my Pickety Witch shirt. Like, people like things. Stuff and things. Yeah. So, um... I like stuff and things. Yeah, we're going to try to get some pins and some shirts. I'm fondling rocks. I'm fondling my rocks right here, right now. Yeah. <laughs> get your rocks off this <laughs> couch. Okay. So, with that being said, what are we talking about today? Uh, so, we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart that I think I've kind of mentioned before. At least in our bonus episodes, uh, we're actually going to talk about the Jersey Devil. I think it was our bonus episode I where you were was. like, oh, you know, and um, it felt like we were due for a cryptid. I think so. Yeah. Because uh, we kind of talked about um, like Grimm's and things like that. But that's, I don't know, that almost becomes, it's. That's kind of a spirit to me. Yeah. Um, And it's, it's a spirit slash like creepy cryptid thing. But we did divination and we did love spells and it's mm-hmm. like. In between, we like to do uh, the cryptids. I mean, it's still going to be witchy because that's where we live. Yeah. In the witchy realm. And um, I mean, the story is kind of like that whole idea of like cursing and all this. So um, I can't wait to hear. You said you even found some stuff you never knew about. So yeah. I'm super excited about that. Yeah. So when I was a kid, uh, my dad is actually from New Jersey. He grew up just outside of Philly in a little town called uh, Palmyra. So it's right in between, like, Camden and Philadelphia. So if y'all are from that area, 
hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) But I remember going up there as a kid because I always used to go up there and visit, you know, family, friends. And I remember someone told me the story of the Jersey Devil when I was up there one summer. Somebody once told me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the way that I heard it, was that there was this woman known as Mother Leeds, and she ended up getting pregnant by her husband for the 13th time. As one does. As one does. And I think they, uh, my notes say it was 1735. That's the number I keep getting over and over again is 1735. So. The pullout method was not a thing then. No. I mean, it's not really all that effective anyway, so. Well, whatever. I mean, <laughs> it would cut 13 down probably by half. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Use protection, y'all. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We don't need any more devils running around. (laughs) No. So, I mean, 1735, we're still under British occupation. We are, so, and a lot of times the people who were coming here uh, to start in the quote-unquote new world, although it wasn't new, it was just new to them. It was um, new to white people. It was new to white people. So, life was very hard. It, it winters were long and difficult. There was no birth control, really. I mean, the only way you could stay warm was fucking. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not a bad way to stay warm. No. <laughs> but what are we gonna do with all these kids? <laughs> yeah. Um. But a lot of times, like, it, women had no rights, and that was kind of where Mother Leeds was at this point because she you know, was pregnant again. She was older and her husband was not a nice man. He was definitely a drunkard. Um, she, I think she reached the, uh, the point of exasperation. And, uh, she famously said, uh, let this one be the devil in reference to her unborn child. So, Leeds went into labor a few months later And the way that I heard it, it was like a super dark and stormy night because, of course. It has to be. Yeah. I've heard that, too. Like, oh, um, you know, because you've got to set the mood. you got to. you got to. So, and she apparently had forgotten all about this curse that she had laid on her unborn child. So, um, you know, there's two different rooms in the house where they're at. And in one room, you know, we have the midwife, we have possibly some of the female members of the family and mother leads who is, you know, in labor. And then in the other room, we have her husband and some other members of the family, especially males, um, you know, waiting for the birth. So she gives birth to the child. Labor was not super difficult or long. It seemed like pretty standard as far as it went. And then, and the baby was actually born healthy oh so or so they say the baby was actually born healthy and then changed and shapeshifted after it was oh fuck see yeah i was thinking like oh this motherfucker came out with that horse head crowning and like and spread see, its like, wings this and is this flew is out the what chimney. i love about folklore too is because it's like it changes from version to version yeah. i like sometimes... the version that i heard better <laughs> <laughs> no um <laughs> The baby started to change and metamorphosed right before her very eyes. Within moments, it transformed from a beautiful newborn baby into a hideous creature unlike anything the world had ever seen. The wailing infant began uh, growing at an incredible rate. It sprouted horns from the top of its head and talon-like claws tore through the tips of its fingers. Leathery bat-like wings unfurled from its back and hair and feathers sprouted all over the child's body. Its eyes began glowing bright red as they grew larger in the monster's gnarled and snarling face. Do you know Gremlins 2? When the the one takes like the bat uh, serum when they're in the laboratory in that building. Yes. And like its wings, like that's what I pictured, like the wings unfurling and then it like flies out, but... (laughs) Um, it very much like that. So maybe it's actually a gremlin. And I never heard, uh, the feather part. And it's funny because it's just, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Okay. So after this, you know, transformation takes place, this shape shifting, the creature attacked its own mother and killed her. Um, yeah. And then tried to kill everyone else that was in the room. From what I understand, succeeded or got very close to. Busted down to the dorm into the next room, 
attacked everyone, nearly killing everyone in that room. So including its own father, brothers, all that. And went up the chimney. I remember that. Yeah, I, I went that. up the chimney and nothing was left of the chimney but like a pile of rubble. And just flew off into the night. And since then, it's been seen consistently since like the 18 under, 1800s, like early... Right. And it was yeah. like, um, is it like the Pine Barrens is kind of where it's like famously mm-hmm. yeah, hanging out. So that was, the Pine Barrens is a really interesting place because the energy there is so different. You know, like uh, when so, we used to go up there for the summer, we'd, we'd actually all go to the beach or the shore, as they call it. <laughs> yes, the Jersey Shore. The Jersey yeah. Shore. And, um, you know, you actually take Highway 9 through the Pine Barrens. And to get to the beach and it's just really eerie. It's, there's something about it that's just different. And it's actually, um, known as a hard scrabble place to, to live, even for, you know, colonial America. So nothing grows there. And actually the, um, Lenny Lenape, uh, Native American tribes that are from that region, called this region of New Jersey, uh, I'm going to fuck this up, Papwessing, uh, which actually means place of the dragon because it was bare, like shit didn't grow there. You couldn't farm there. It's like pine trees and really strange. Okay. Like carnivorous plants and orchids and like really strange things. Like carnivorous orchids. Blood orchids. That would be excellent. That's like yeah. some little shop of horror shit right there. I know. Well, okay. I want to help me remember. I want to get in to ask you a question, or maybe I can do it now. Okay. Are there reports and lore of a devil type critter before her? Because mm-hmm. if you're going to call it in the native language, if you're going to call it like what of the dragon, mm-hmm. that's not too far from like this idea of a devil type thing yeah um and so that's makes me wonder it's like were there reports of this and then people gave it a story kind of like yeah i so i had the same thought um and i actually went in and did some research on uh the lenape folklore uh-huh. and there is a spirit in lenape folklore called montanto and he is in like in Lenape mythology, uh, Montanto is the spirit of death. He was portrayed as destructive, often evil, usually being opposed to uh, Ketanetuit, uh, who is like the creator god spirit in their mythology. So Montanto, who is the devil, basically, uh, in theirs, is associated with bats, stinging insects, and poisonous plants, all of which he is said to have created. Um, after the introduction of Christianity, Lenape people frequently, uh, identified him with the devil. Huh. I have chills. Yeah. So, and it's like, I went through and there's often mention of, you know, some Native American folklore that sort of talks about this and says that there is a basis for that in it, but nobody actually wants to go in and talk about the folklore and actually do the research. They just say, oh, there is some. And leave it at that. So I wanted to go in and, like, find it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not go that extra step? So I was really, like, when, as soon as they talked about how he was a devil, basically, in their Mm -hmm. folklore, and is said to have created bats and is closely associated with them. It is, is closely associated with, you know, these poisonous and stinging and carnivorous plants that he is said to have created that live in that very like strange landscape of the pine barrens like that's really really interesting to me yes because you know those were way before Mm -hmm. um the story of the devil and what makes me wonder is when white people started Mm -hmm. coming around Mm -hmm. as they do and they might have been hearing lore they might have been seeing things and it's like it reminds me of the idea of Christianity, like, oh, that's a cool story you got there, bruh. Let's rewrite it. Mm-hmm. And, but it's still, it's like, okay, well, this story explains why we're seeing this devil type creature, but it 
it makes us like, oh, this woman had this, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I would have never known that there was some, there, there could be a connection prior mm-hmm. and that the native tribes there like had a name for something mm-hmm. and it was so similar to what, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting because there's lots of references to, um, the Jersey Devil being almost very bat-like or very uh, dragon-like. Yes, and that's kind of what made me think of the dragon because it's yeah famously said it has like a horse-type head. Mm-hmm. And when you think dragons, you think what we think now, but like there's depictions of dragons with that horse, sea monsters with that horse-like face like mm-hmm. um, that freaks me out. Yeah. Horses, I'm putting you on blast. <laughs> if you heard our bonus where we talk about glowing horses, like... I'm not worried. I'm not talking about you, but horse-headed looking things like mm-hmm. the. It, I think what you're getting at is more of like the chimera type thing, right? It's where like it's shit not, just doesn't belong, right? It's not like oh, this dragon looks like a lizard or a snake with fangs and t-. like it looks like a mixture of these things, like mm-hmm. the bat wings, the horse head, uh, the horns, and you know, you think well, I guess in pop culture and different stuff, Jersey Devil, you think more of like. The archetype of the devil, like it looks kind of humanish with the horns and stuff. Originally, it seems like all that was like this monster, monster, like yeah. looking thing, yeah. uh, kind of like the teaser I shared in mm-hmm. the picture, which is like we'll put obviously those up and yeah. stuff. But um, and even though it mentions talons, like in the hands, it's famously hooved mm-hmm. on the bottom feet. Yes, and you sent me that picture with like the. Which we'll post that too, because that's awesome. So the picture that you're talking about is actually from a newspaper article that I want to talk about soon. But I don't want to go there yet. um, Because there's so much around it. And there's so many different variations of the myth. Like, I think there's one where there was a young girl whose name was Leeds. That seems to be consistent across the board. Uh, So... She actually lived in Leeds Point, and Leeds is a name that's very old in New Jersey. So they, like, that's like a really old, like, settler's name. Like, that's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? I may even have some Leeds in my family tree. I haven't, I haven't looked at it. Oh, man. Um, what if you're, like... Somehow related? Right. That would be weird. And then they were, like... <laughs> <laughs> the lineage from then on was cursed to be devils. <laughs> which would make sense it i mean would explain it would a lot it would explain a lot um <laughs> but it says that this girl who lived in leeds point fell in love with a british soldier and this is when we're starting to get that like tumultuous like uh uprising sort of thing going right. on uh so uh the british had actually come to the region because uh the iron furnaces at the batstow uh, were supply- supplying privateers. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 1778, the British engaged America in uh, the Battle of Chestnut Neck, uh, and the townsfolk of Leeds Point opposed the match and were really upset with this young girl from their town who was so entangled with this British soldier. And so she gets pregnant with his baby and gives birth to this child that later becomes known as the Leeds Devil. Uh, there's another one that says something to the effect of, and this one is a really, really old like archetype for a folktale, where they talk about how uh, there is a young woman uh, who passed a, they want to use the GYP word, gypsy, which is a slur. Mm-hmm. I refuse to use that word. Just a heads up, if you didn't know, now you know. Yeah. So, but we'll say, like, tra- someone who lives a transient lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, this woman who lives this transient lifestyle is begging this other woman for food. and we'll call a Khajiit. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. She's a Khajiit. Um, so the woman refused to give this Khajiit um, any food and just told her, basically, you know, go away. So the please Khajiit, may I have some skooma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the she placed a curse on her, mm-hmm. and uh, years later in 1850, with the curf- curse forgotten, uh, the girl gave birth to her first child, a male, and he became the devil and fled into the woods. So, so 
But the most famous version is the mother lead story. Yeah. Um, cause I keep seeing that over and over again and it's like that 1735 date is repeated again and again and again. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Right. You know? Um, and it's funny cause it's like the more research I did, the more there was like, the more convoluted and like different versions of things there were because it's like the, the region was settled by a lot of Quakers uh-huh. early on. And um, there was actually a man whose name was Daniel Leeds, who had a wife who had a lot of children. Um, and he actually became ostracized by the Quaker community uh, when he published a series of almanacs containing astrological symbols and writings in 1687. Uh, so Leeds fellow Quakers deemed the astrology in these almanacs as too pagan or blasphemous because, of course, they did. Right. And they were censored and outlawed. And so instead of giving up, he actually continued to publish even more esoteric and uh, astrological Christian writings and became increasingly fascinated with Christian occultism, Christian mysticism, cosmology, demonology, angelology, and natural magic. So he was actually labeled a heretic, which is a huge fucking deal. Right. And I can see why. Yeah. Because that's all kinds of nope. Um, But he actually, you know, was publishing all this stuff. And he actually got into a huge feud with Benjamin Franklin. Because (laughs) Benjamin Franklin was also publishing these, you know, like almanacs and pamphlets and things like that and that was leads with his biggest competition right so there are people who claim that franklin actually created the myth of the leads devil as a political animal whose goal was to defame his competition since both leads and franklin printed pamphlets its origins being part of the growing anti-british pro-independence movement mm-hmm. um and then by the middle of the 19th century people had started to come to think of it less as like a a defamed like political statement and more as a, an actual folkloric creature that existed. Huh. Yeah. So it's like, there's so many different versions of this and I don't know which one I lead more towards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, that makes a lot of sense, but it's almost, and it's funny because Leeds actually had a family crest that was printed up at the top of his, newspaper and it it actually had a dragon on it with like bat like wings huh yeah so okay but what's weird is like that's so like all of these things that okay if you talk about um the native lore Mm -hmm. you talk about the stories we've heard Mm -hmm. you talk about this has such a like but okay it makes sense because that feud Mm -hmm. and competition and then like the little picture and then it's like but it still leads. It's still connected to a dragon type mm-hmm. thing. And then, which this is getting into the whole realm of um, tulpas. Tulpas? Is that what you call them? The little food you eat? No, that's tulpas. Um, <laughs> I think it's tulpas, which are like, if there's enough energy given to a thought form and a shared experience, that ah, becomes real. Okay, But yeah. like, okay, at the time, it, it probably wouldn't be as... It's just a weird thing that these are... Like, I'm sure there's a bunch of, like, bullshit sightings, but, like, or, mis- you know, people being freaked out. But there mm-hmm. are sightings, and there are all these things. So it's a very hard thing to... Um... Yeah, even today there are still people who have seen it. And, I mean, you go on and you look at... When I was doing research, I found a lot of things that were posted publicly. And because it's connected with, you know, Facebook or whatever, actual people are able to go and comment their right. own stories and talk about how, how you know... I was on Highway 9, you know, I live off of Highway 9, and I was going out to my, mail, my mailbox to go get, you know, my mail, and all of a sudden, this winged thing came flying out of nowhere. I love how you went into, like, a southern accent for a sec. I mean... It's like, because it's, it's just what we're used to. Yeah. Uh, but it makes a lot of sense for that um, smear campaign idea, mm-hmm. um, because back in the day, pamphlets, like, that that was But what if, I almost think, what if... That there was something that was being cited there because there was that tie to Native American folklore. There is this spirit that's already there. Right. And it just sort of got 
blamed and pushed on leads as right. a way to... Because to me, it's like... Because we know that Ben Franklin had a lot of ties to the occult. Yes. Yeah. But, and but, I mean, uh, that's pretty prevalent up there anyway. I mean, I have how many generations of Freemasons that are on that side of the family that go way back? And we know Franklin was one. It was a Mason. So... Right. Well, see, that's the thing is like, okay, how would you... If it was just a smear campaign way back when over pamphlets, mm-hmm. like, why are people still talking about it today? Mm-hmm. Like, it might have been like a thing, like gossip and shit, but it just... It seems like that kind of adds to some of it, but, like, there's something else bigger there. I almost wonder if, you know, it really did become, you know, it come from this smear campaign, and because it got so publicized and because so many people started talking about it, it almost invoked something. Possibly. You know? Oh, okay. Y'all want this shit? Um, You're probably wondering why I'm, like, working on my phone and pulling up stuff. I wanted to see how many downloads we had from when we started from New Jersey. Okay. We have 152. Woo! Um, I'm sure we could get more. But <laughs> if anybody out there, like, has your story, mm-hmm. this is just a side note, because we want to hear about it. And if, if you know something that you don't hear in this, and then, like, anything with leads, um, if you're related to Cricket, uh, or, <laughs> or the Devils, or Benjamin Franklin... Just talk to us. Yeah. But I just was curious, like, how many people from New Jersey actually listen? Because, yeah. like, the joke was South Dakota was our last holdout. And we finally got a download. One single download from hey! South Dakota. So if there's ever a cryptid in South Dakota, like, we're, we're kind of, we don't have help. Well, is that is that Wendigo territory or is that too far out? No, because, like, Wendigo, like, that's near Minnesota. And yeah. Minnesota okay. is up there. I think, like, it's kind of that northern... Like Michigan, yeah, uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, is what I think. I could be and wrong. Not but... only that, but we have reports of like Sasquatch type creatures all over the globe. Oh, so... we're gonna have a fifty part, at least a fifty part Bigfoot series. Oh, at least of Bigfoots in every state, <laughs> and then we're gonna go international Bigfoots. So yes, um, please. But Jersey Devil seems to be um, located in Jersey. <laughs> Uh, well, Jersey and, and, uh, Delaware, Philadelphia, maybe a little bit of Maryland, but that sort of area, um. He gets around. He gets around. I mean, he, he flies. Right. So there's some migration happening there. Right. Um, do you want to stay in the Pine Barrens your whole life? No. Or do you want to get out and see the sights? <laughs> and you and, saw it. I mean, you saw him in North Carolina. No. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to go, go listen to the bonus. Go sign up. Be a patron. And it's only can, a dollar. <laughs> you can hear about crickets, Mothman slash Jersey Devil slash weird pterodactyl. Maybe right. who knows? And, and then, and that's another thing too is that a lot of people have have said, you know, what if it's actually like a holdout, like an evolutionary holdout, and it's actually like a pterodactyl? Because think of the way the pterodactyl, the, hor- the horse type head. Yeah. And okay. Um, and claws on the on the feet. You know. You know Ju- Jurassic World, mm-hmm. like the first one that came out with Chris Pratt and those little critters that were flying around. Picking and up the people off the streets. Beautiful velociraptors. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. they had their their faces were horse like. Yeah. And I'm I don't know if that was based off anything actually other than you know Hollywood, but yeah. Um, it's interesting because like fuck, what if it is you know? Mm-hmm. And um, how about we were driving back from our trip to Asheville, <laughs> um, and Tamara's driving and she was like, we're talking about something, and she was like, did I ever tell y'all about when I was three I saw this pterodactyl thing? It's like. Uh, what we were talking about seeing a bigfoot and she was like did i ever tell you that and it's like you've known us how long and and we both went silent and tamara shout out tamara she's a patron so bitch you heard the story right why the fuck have you only just now mentioned this right and you know we're like like shared experience come on and you know we get hard for she's like well i just thought you know it's a pterodactyl (laughs) and um yeah, so it's just like, okay, and she's we'll like, oh, my cousin, to... it was like her cousin or somebody, right? It was a little yeah. bit older, and she was like, she saw it, and we just pretended that it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, how are we just hearing about this now? <laughs> um, but we're glad that you did. And if you recall any other stories, like, that you've seen things. Yeah, please let us know. Bef- soon. Yeah. <laughs> Get it all out there. Yeah. Um, and then, like, if any of our listeners have not just... Jersey Devil ones, but, like, those similar creatures, because we're trying to, like, connect dots here. Yeah. Like, not since um, the days of Unsolved Mysteries has anybody 
tried to do more in understanding <laughs> where these things had fucking hell. Uh, but no, it's um, it's interesting because there's more to just the lore that's mm-hmm. popularized. Uh, and if we were like a big production podcast, we could have like really cool music right now, and we would be telling you all these stories. But like, we're trying to explore this shit. You've got seven pages of notes. Oh, at least, and yeah. it's like this is so cool because I'm like. I've already learned way more than I ever thought I knew about. <laughs> Forget everything you knew about the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. Done. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about some of the other related yes. entities that come oh, with it. Because the devil doesn't always appear by himself. He's got so a crew. He's squad. got a crew. He's got a crew. Um so he's often said to appear with the headless ghost of the pirate. Captain Kidd. Because why not? Uh, so the the legend on Captain Kidd differs. I've heard that uh, his body, or at least his head, is buried in Barnegat Bay in New Jersey. Um, I've also heard that um, he has, uh, like, buried treasure out there. Uh, so he's his spirit is out there, like, protecting his wares and, and things that he, you know, his ill-gotten... Like, I've heard of Captain Kidd. Yeah. Uh, I just, I didn't know that he hung out with um, so, the Jersey Devil. I know. And that's kind of what I heard, too, because I'd always See, heard all about these pictures Captain of Kidd. him. all these pictures of him, he has a head. So he was actually, <laughs> he, he, um, he, he died by decapitation oh, because he was caught. Here. Maybe it's a different Captain Kidd. I think, or is it Captain Kid where it's like they hung him and then they cut off his head and put his head on like a, a pike? Well, out this on the is bay? the grisly fate of him. Okay. And he's he's not just hanged. He's in like this metal head contraption like that's chained him to this post, and he's mm-hmm. he looks like he got fucked up. So yeah, they I, were they were not kind to pirates, would, which is a shame because I, I I'm I'm really what did pirates. they ever do to anybody? I'm really a fan of pirates because it's just like I I think I'm a total anarchist at heart, and right. so um, you know I really love that like idea of escaping and being your own boss. Look at a me. Time where I'm the captain now. <laughs> um, but no, I and okay, North Carolina is like a cool place too because like mm-hmm. um, we always talk about Western North Carolina, but we'll get into all the Eastern stuff. There's so, so many, much. so much lore. Pirates, um, fucking... Witch trees. Shout out. (laughs) Um, To um, Yo Greeny, our listener, um, Mm -hmm. because she lives out there. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to go check out that witch tree and all this. And it's like... um, And even the Great Dismal Swamp and stuff, too. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's kind of up there. And then... That's such a weird area. What do they call it? They call it, like, the the graveyard... I mean, the Outer Banks is, like, the... The Graveyard of the Atlantic. Yes. Yes. Um, Because, fuck thousands of right. ships yeah so thousands. i mean th- j- wait for it we'll get there we'll set sail eventually <laughs> yes um, fuck yes that was good Don't oh yeah <laughs> yeah i try i do what i can but yeah during the 17th and 18th centuries uh some locals told stories of the ghost of a headless captain kid walking along the beach with the, Jer- the jersey devil which is really interesting. I'd never heard that before because I'd always heard of them separately. I like long walks on the beach with um, my uh, Jersey oh, Devil. Oh, they met up on the like occult 18th century version of like Tinder and went on. A yeah, date. but it's <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it was like a literal message board in wood where you like put it out in the town post and it's like, oh, okay, Croatan scribbled into that. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's like, oh. Um, missed connections. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you had these leathery bat wings and sharp claws and piercing eyes. I didn't have a head. <laughs> we passed in the market. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I love it. Um, so uh, I, I'm trying to decide if I want to do this one next or if I want to save it. I think I want to save it because you're gonna you're gonna flip. All right. Um, so we also have the golden haired girl. Sorry, we're passing the one you really you really want to hear. I'm sorry. Um, so the golden-haired girl is a ghost that was said to stare out at sea dressed in white, mourning the loss of her lover at sea. 
Um, Pineys would, uh, Pineys being people who live in the Pine Barrens, mm-hmm. uh, Pineys would often tell stories of the Jersey Devil sitting alongside her, accompanying her vigil. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Uh, another legend says that the Jersey Devil had a son, who was strangely human, uh, who fell in love with a rich girl. Her family did not agree with her loving the Jersey Devil's son, obviously. Rude. Right. Um, so they took her away and she killed herself upon reaching the destination. Heartbroken, he became the next generation. Uh, she became the next generation. Now her ghost follows the Jersey Devil. <laughs> the Jersey Devil, the next generation. I mean... That's so fucking weird. <laughs> That's so weird. Like, oh, it's like, now it's like the real house devils of New Jersey. I mean, he's got a bossy. He's been around for a long ass time, you know? Right, he's going to get lonely. Yeah. Um, so there's also um, the Black Doctor, who is said to be the ghost of an African-American man known as James Still, uh, who actually learned to practice medicine back in the 19th century, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but he was not allowed to practice because people were stupid. Um, so undiscouraged, uh, James went into seclusion in the Pine Barrens to study medicine from his textbooks. Uh, and he also learned herbal remedies from the local Native American tribes. So I don't think I mentioned this before, but the Pine Barrens is a really interesting place too, because it actually, because nothing grew well there, it actually ended up being like the refuge of a lot of outcasts. So people who were black, people who were poor, people who were Native American, people who were devils, uh, whatever, you know, ghosts. that's Pirates. where they ended up being, was in the Pine Barrens. I mean, it sounds like a good time. Yeah, I think so. Like, I'll go hang out in Hell the Pine yeah. Barrens. I want to go. We'll do it. We'll camp. We don't even have to camp. Your face was like, huh, let's just drive through it, okay? I know we yeah. don't have to camp, but like, how are we going to have weird shit happen to us? And it's we... so funny, because there's another local legend that I want to talk about and actually go investigate, too, called Devil's Tramping Ground. And if y'all are familiar with north carolina folklore it's like there's so many different pieces of this that sort of fall into place uh-huh. and sound very similar so i don't know i'm, I'm very interested yeah because we'll um we want to make a trip we've got our patron goals and i think we said like we get to 50 we're doing like a scary movie night mm-hmm. um, we get to 100 is our sleepover yes what we were like oh if we get to 666 patrons we'll go spend the night at the devil's Tramping, tramping ground. ground. Yeah. However, I mean, it's up to you guys if we do that. So that's a lot. I don't but... want to wait a long time. So I want y'all right. to like. So get you guys to gotta it. like. Give I'm us still money. really. Exp- I'm really excited about the thought of us both doing the Three Kings experiment simultaneously. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, we need a lot of mirrors. A lot of mirrors. Um, we can do that. Yeah, we got mirrors. We got mirrors. Um, and. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have fun. We've got Ouija boards, mm-hmm. um, snacks, snacks, um, alcohol. Snacks. Oh, all the alcohol. Yeah. Um, so there's two more spirits that he regularly comes in contact with. But oh, I forgot to say. Um, so the black doctor is said to come to the aid of the injured or stranded travelers who, like, so if you break down on, you know, our favorite road, Route Nine, in the Pine Barrens, or you know, somewhere in there or if you get hurt it's said that the ghost of this doctor who was unjustly killed will actually come to your aid even still even though he was killed these, unjustly these pine barren ghosts and stuff like are really nice i know they right? sound really helpful i know even the jersey devil it's like yeah. he's mad because everybody was mean to him right. you know there's also the white stag uh who is almost like has a mothman vibe about him where he's like said to and so does the Jersey Devil, actually. Like an omen. Yeah, where he's said like a... to, like, foreshadow, like, really bad events and things like that. So when you start seeing, like, sightings of all these different things, like, shit's about to happen. And they're, like, trying to warn you. Our last one, which I know you're going to be super excited about, and actually goes back to our last cryptid, is Black Dog. So there is actually a Black Dog who is actually considered to be very benevolent. Um... Good who boy. often appears with the Jersey Devil. Okay, so we mentioned um, Yo Greeny, and mm-hmm. she was, like, the first one to send us uh, fan mail. Yes. And then talking about black dogs, like, 
our friend Brett Manning. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got two of her can. You've got two of her candles burning right now. Um, yep. Horn God and cursed, which is so fitting. Yeah. Um, and they smell great, but like she's all about that that dog lore, mm-hmm. the black dog. Um, and well, you see in her beautiful pupper too, right? Yes. Oh my god. So I mean, shout out to both of you guys, and then yes. um, we like getting stuff in the mail. gifts. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we don't ever turn it down. No. Right. Never. But yeah, we appreciate you guys. So yeah. Um, and I know I've talked with Brett a few times about all these weird fucking synchronicities with mm-hmm. Hellier and goblins mm-hmm. and fucking fairies and aliens and phalians. And black dogs. So mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, well, of course. Of course there's the another The Jersey Devil has a black dog. Right? Like, I, I read that and I just had a moment where I'm just like, oh shit, it's happening again. And, <laughs> and couldn't and, you go as far to say that the Jersey <laughs> Devil is also representative of a horned deity? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I was just, I was going the route of... Um, I mean, you could though. Cursed podcast says it, it yes. said that it said that he I've been had watching horns. a lot of ancient aliens. I mean, and um, <laughs> Curse of Oak Island, and it's the same guy. And oh my like, God, I fucking love Curse of Oak Island. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, one more dig. Uh, but, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll find the Jersey Devil first. But uh, we, um, <laughs> we, but like now Speaking that guy's of pirates like, who have laid all kinds of fucking traps and right. shit. You know, yeah. like hell yeah. Could it be that? The Knights Templar cut off the head of Captain Kidd, and the Jersey Devil felt bad about it, and blah, blah, blah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we can speculate anything we want. You want to talk about sightings? Fuck yes. Okay, cool. So, like I said, there's been sightings since the the legend became super prevalent. So, there's actually a recorded sighting of uh, Commodore Stephen Decatur. Uh, who was a naval commander who was testing cannons at the Hanover Ironworks. And he actually saw the Jersey Devil while he was testing these cannons and said, well, fuck, I've got a cannon right here. So he pointed the cannon at the Jersey Devil and shot the Jersey Devil. And he said that there was a hole in the actual creature, but it kept flying like nothing even happened. Oh, God. That's crazy. So you shot the Jersey Devil with a cannon. Yeah. Or maybe he just said he did, but... Well, yeah, he yeah. probably did. Um, I'm not doubting that he saw the Jersey Devil. I'm doubting that he was that good of a shot with a cannon. <laughs> um. <laughs> there was also one uh, in winter of 1813. Uh, Joseph Bonaparte, brother of Napoleon Bonaparte, uh, noticed tracks in this uh, fresh snow that were very strange. They were, like, hooved like a donkey, except it looked like the creature was walking with two legs instead of four. Yes. <laughs> So, more animals walking upright. Oh. (laughs) Help. (laughs) Um, So, he grabbed his gun and decided to go looking for this unknown animal. As he followed the tracks, they abruptly stopped as if the creature vanished or flew. Uh, So, Bonaparte actually looked up just in time to see the creature let out a hideous, like, screeching and hissing sound. It had huge eyes. Its wings were massive and it had claws like a bird. It swooped down on him and he ducked falling backwards in the snow as the large creature flew away. Stunned, Bonaparte tried to relay the story to his friends. Uh, Since they also believed in local legends, they were all convinced he saw the Jersey Devil. So he didn't even know what he had seen, had a party, and told all of his friends about it, and they're like, oh yeah, that's the Jersey Devil. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Dude, that's... (laughs) Well, how big was he? Was he the same size as Napoleon? Was he little? Because it could have just been like a large bird that of prey that was going to pick him up like a little animal. Maybe? I don't know. No, but uh, I don't, but there, there's a there's a lot of people who try to discount the myth of the Jersey Devil as saying, like, there's a special like type of like crane or something that's in that yeah, area. right. That they say, oh, it's just, that's what you saw, you know? So, uh, okay, I've seen, especially like the waterfowl around here, like there's a lot of like the herrings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And when they fly, they're they're large. Mm-hmm. And they hold their feet in a way that looks like a pterodactyl tail. But they're not... I mean... But they're not that... They're big, but they're not that big. And I'm not yeah. saying that this is related to the crane thing, but, like... I mean, birds are basically just evolved dinosaurs anyway. They're fucking, Right. Yeah. Of course. And, and so, and like... That's, I think that's part of why I'm fo- so fucking scared of them. I don't do birds, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust birds. Have you ever looked in one in the eyes? Um, Dude, I was attacked. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> 
there's all these things that like owls at mm-hmm. night. So yeah, there's probably people that see this shit and mistake it because they were so scared. Right. Like the people around, like with Mothman that said like they they might have seen like a large owl. That's fair. You can't use that for every single thing because yeah. some of these sightings are like okay. You might have seen it. And the Thunderbird thing where perspective mm-hmm. is off and it's like, this thing was large. But when people talk about it coming down and picking up a kid and dropping him, like, that wasn't a fucking hawk. Mm-hmm. But whatever. We'll get into all that shit. Mm-hmm. And I also want to get into an episode one day of all the the devil lore. Um yes. Like this. And like, um, I think it was England. There was a famous story of like... Um, a blizzard and then the next day like across miles and different towns were supposedly this set of hoof prints mm-hmm. um and then it would like cross people's roofs and like all <laughs> these different things and like people followed this you have no idea but you actually just segued into the best sighting of the jersey devil Fuck perfectly yeah. all right okay so january 16th through the 23rd in 1909 uh so Early in the week, reports start emerging from across the Delaware Valley. So this is, again, southern New Jersey type area. Uh, Strange tracks were being found in the snow, over and under fences, through fields and backyards, and across rooftops of houses! Maybe, that's weird. Maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe. But I feel like there's one in England, too. Yeah? Like the hoof prints. And see, now I want to know if they're related. Well, see, it makes me think of the... um, uh, footprints in the sand. I looked back mm. and there was only one set of hoof prints. <laughs> and the devil had carried me at my hardest times. Or <laughs> Sweet. But he would. He's nice. He sounds nice. Yeah. It got really interesting for me when I was actually doing research for this because there were reported sightings in the large cities of Camden and Philadelphia. Right where right in between where my family, my dad's family is from. Mm-hmm. So that's really fucking interesting. And I know that my, I don't know how many times great grandfather was actually like the first mayor of Palmyra. Mm-hmm. So, and that was only like 10 years later. So I know he was at the area, in the area at the time. Yeah. Um. So everybody like freaks the fuck out because Palmyra and Camden are pretty huge cities. Right. Especially back then. Um. So they actually formed like little like posses almost like hunting parties to go out and like try to find it and they right, actually which is classic had... like fucking like back in the day shit torches of, and like... por- pitchforks right. yeah. yeah um it's just like oh my god like let's find this jersey devil once and for all mm-hmm. um so they actually had bloodhounds that refused to follow the scent like they're not they're like i'm not even gonna fuck yeah. with that no yeah um so this panic actually got so bad that schools closed or suffered low attendance uh, throughout Lower Jersey and Philadelphia. How come that shit didn't happen when I was a kid? Like, oh, <laughs> we're, you know what? We're going to close the school today because um, there's a beast. On the loose. On the loose. <laughs> um, and then mills and the Pine Barrens were actually forced to close when workers refused to leave their homes and travel through the woods to get to their See, jobs. now, and I've heard this, that there was, like, this mass hysteria, but yeah. I guess you think, okay, well, it was, like, right after this thing bust through the chimney after being born, everybody was, like, afraid of it, but yeah. It, but this is, like, that, if we're going by that myth, that was 1735, this is 1909. Right. That's a big time difference. But that's what I'm saying is like, you would think, okay, well, that stuff would be closer together. But I mean, you're talking about that big gap and these people are like, oh, fuck, Mm -hmm. they're not going to work. Mm -hmm. That shit would not fly today. They're not going to school. They're like staying inside. There were people over, over a hundred people, 30 different reports. The numbers vary a little bit. It was like, I, I got... 30 reports from one place and over 100 people in another place. Um, But there were so many different sightings in a one-week period. Um, And they actually saw him sailing across the Delaware River. So he actually went into Maryland, Pennsylvania, Delaware, not just New Jersey. So that's four states. But this is... This reminds me of Mothman. Like, there was that heightened, like... Mm-hmm. all these reports mm-hmm. and then it's like it died down yeah and it's like what caused that mm-hmm. what caused it yeah and see that's when i almost it, it's like what the hell was going on 
it's one of those things where it's it's hard. Okay, you see a light in the sky, and it could be a UFO or some shit like this, and like three people call and report it in the neighborhood. But then when you get these ones where it's like people in multiple states around the same time of the trajectory of this thing called in or reported it, mm-hmm. how do you ignore that? And that's what's or, weird is like... I mean, if it's not, if it's, if it actually is a cryptid as we think of like, you Big know, foot, like an unidentified like zoological thing, you know, like, is it, is it able to like reproduce? You know, are we, are we seeing so many of them because there, there are multiple you know, like, yeah, I don't know. And it's like, or is it just like a, an entity that had an increased period of activity for whatever reason? Well, see, like, this is what makes me wonder if it, like, if you go back to the native lore, that was more of like a spirit, right? As opposed to like a physical. Mutanto. Mutanto. They thought more of it as like a spirit. Yeah, so he Entity. was, yeah, and he was actually considered, like, their mythology was very almost like God and devil right. polarity type thing, and it it well, made them translate into Christianity really easy, so right. it became and it's like, murky. that's what makes me wonder, too, like, with the whole, which we'll get into again, but, like, the all these ideas that Bigfoot may be uh, interdimensional, mm-hmm. blah, 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 all this and that, they're attributing this to being, like, a flesh and blood cryptid that lives and dies and ages and reproduces but what if it's a spirit mm-hmm. or this like demon whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. that's always been in that area right and like mothman it's similar to an omen something was going on at that time period and it was out well, and about wouldn't that have been just to, just before the start of world war one 1914 so five years later i mean that's close enough that's a, i mean that's, that's a, pretty close so I'm um, actually uh, March 25th. Austria-Hungary has amassed troops for an invasion of Serbia. Russia has a defense treaty with Serbia. Germany wants Russia to convince Serbia to withdraw its objections to Austria-Hungary's annexation of Bosnia. And uh, Russia's Tsar Nicholas doesn't want to uh, want war and complies. Like we're starting to see like the first like world axis powers like shifting, starting and to shift. Start, and, yeah, shit's starting to go down, and it's like. This, the same thing with Mothman, like, does this unrest cause, like, these fucking stirrings and... Maybe. Like, the old gods of New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, I guess the Appalachia doesn't go quite into Jersey. No. It's not... Well, it's not too far. That'd be more like Pennsylvania, but it's not far off. That would be, like, the... Um... Well, I'm just... But there's... Uh, the Appalachia goes all the way up through Maine. Oh, yeah. I was so... just joking about, like... The podcast, Old yeah, Gods of Appalachia, yeah, yeah. but it, like it's like something stirring and like big world events that like draw that energy. So yeah. it's just it's something too where it's like obviously the spirit's been there, but what was it doing in that little span of time, being so active? I know. Did it did it stop something in that area from happening? Did it, did cause, it cause something? I don't know I don't because know. everybody likes to to question the same thing about Mothman. Did he cause it? Did he warn about it? Mm-hmm. Um, then you get into the men in black and like, oh God, there's going to be so much Mothman <laughs> shit coming. Um, but, but there's, there's a definite like Mothman feel and vibe to this now. Right. And I mean, there's even, you know, um, one of the things that I found when I was going I hope through, they're friends. I hope they hang out. I hope so. I hope they like have each other over for dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just like chill. They're like, hey, you want to hang out? Let's have some beer. <laughs> right. Let's have some blood of the innocent, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But um, one of the things that I found over and over again was that a lot of locals in the area, in the Pine Barrens, you know, they talk about how there are so many occultists who do, like, rituals and stuff like that in the woods, too. So. I wonder if it's, like, a constant, like, energy. Maybe. Or, like, working with the spirit. Because, like, I mean, at its core, if you look at the Jersey Devil and you say he's a local spirit. Yeah, you're getting it not just in Jersey, but you're not getting a report of a Jersey Devil in California. Mm-hmm. You're not getting a report in... But maybe it's related to the thing that was in Britain. But, I mean, we know there's all kinds of horned... That um, have cloven feet that walk up on upright on two legs with bat-like wings. Yeah. 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 Deer do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, that's something to look into. We'll do that in the meantime um, and see if I'm misremembering 
that story happening in England, it's this other shit too of like, okay, well, even though that's the case, when we just talked about demon dogs and black dogs, like we didn't even, there was so many in England Mm -hmm. and like all of that. So it's like, these aren't necessarily the same thing. However, but even when we look at like the traveling of folklore and stuff like that, even here in Appalachia, we talk about how, you know, a lot of the same myths and practices that came over from, you know, the the cultures that settled there mainly, the Germanic, mm-hmm. Scotch, Irish, that sort of area, all of their folklore and their creatures and cryptids sort of came with them. Yeah. You know? So... Or, but I mean, then it sounds... Because, like, it could just be similar, like, okay, they're specific entities on their own, mm-hmm. but they're, like... I don't even like to do the archetype idea. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, okay, so the Jersey Devil maybe has, it's specific to that area, but then that doesn't mean that there's not other similar cryptid spirits, creatures, and other regions that are attributed to the same thing, like crossover, you know? So it's something we'll look into and see. And I mean, it's really fucking prevalent up there too, because it's like, Everywhere you go. There's a goddamn hockey team mm-hmm. fucking called the Jersey. There yep. was a game we used to play on PlayStation called the Jersey Devil. Yeah. not even. Yep. There's <laughs> a game. Uh, it's actually one of the first, like, Monsters of the Week on the X- X-Files. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's super prevalent. And even when you're up there, too, it's just kind of like when you go to the Pacific Northwest or you go up here to the mountains and there's, like, Bigfoot everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Up in New Jersey, especially in the Pine Barrens. Right. And people really, they, it's like out there and it's almost like celebrated in a way. Like this is our thing, but people don't talk about it. Well. Unless it's to like scare kids. Well, I think it's like, it's similar to, uh, and I know we keep saying Mothman, but Loch Ness Monster, Mothman. What's his name? Lake Champlain. What's his name? Um, Champ. Champy. Mm-hmm. Something. But yeah. um it's one of those things where it's like people are serious about sightings and lore and have a fear, but it's also celebrated as part of the culture. Yeah. And it's like, that's why you can find all It's like when you go out to like area 51 Roswell and all the alien stuff, it's like people take it serious, but then it's also like, it's part of the culture. And so mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, let's buy a bunch of Jersey devil fun stuff, but it, it doesn't mean that it's like, Oh, we're not, gonna think about this motherfucker coming out when we drive through the pine barrens like yeah. it's still a very real thing so i think that's like really cool and um i definitely want to go up there because like one of growing up like my i mean i've got people we could stay with <laughs> yeah the jersey devil they will, they, will, they will make fun of your accent a little bit but okay they're good people they're good so, they're, they're good, good people. people we'll stay in the pine barrens all right <laughs> i got a guy I know somebody. No, uh, right. but like uh, as a kid, you know, you grow up. We'll go to the shore and um, drink some water. <laughs> right. uh, there's a lot more with like the internet and things like that now. But mm-hmm. back in the day, it's like your heavy hitters were like, you heard about the Jersey Devil and mm-hmm. I would soak up all of it, whether it was X-Files, Unsolved Mysteries, whatever random show might be talking about lores and legends. And it's like, mm-hmm. it has always been one of my favorites. And I think there's a lot of people... They grew up the same way we did. I mean, you're a little bit closer to it, so it makes sense for you. But yeah, I mean, it get it got around. He got around, and like other people heard about it. So, growing up, it was Mothman, Jersey Devil, Bigfoot, mm-hmm. Loch Ness. And see, that's such a weird thing for me too, because it's like, uh, because I have such a connection to New Jersey, because my dad is from there. I dated a guy who actually moved down from there. He was from North Jersey, though, so that's a different thing. Um, did he have wings? <laughs> he did not. No. <laughs> Damn. But, you know, when he would have, when he would go up there to visit his family and stuff like that, he would bring me, you know, Stewart's Key Lime Soda and, you know, Weird New Jersey magazines, which is a fantastic publication and actually used quite a bit for my research here. So, like, awesome stuff. But it's like, I, I never thought of it being that prevalent to everyone else. Because it was local. Yeah. Because and you're it, like, oh, I had shit. such a Other strong tie to it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's awesome to hear you say that it's like, yeah, that's one of the big, you know, five. And it's like, really? Growing up, like, I've always had a fascination with this shit. And I want to believe the truth is out there. (laughs) But no, like, I've always wanted to, like, go looking for this shit. And it's like, yeah, the podcast has a lot of um, 
you know, a way for an outlet for us to be witchy and talk about the stuff and our experiences and share. It's the stuff we talk about too, is cryptids and how they're connected to the spirit realm. And this day with everything going on and like the fucking synchronicity shit that we keep having, mm-hmm. like it, it all feels tied in, but it's like, it's a dream to like go out and do this shit. Like we went to Asheville, we saw that bridge. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And it's like that same day we went and, on the way back, we went to a graveyard, which we'll go back to, which yeah. was a whole different feeling. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, it's just, I mean, if you would have told my little eight-year-old self watching fucking Unsolved Mysteries or whatever, that you would actually be doing like some of this stuff. It's like, but why not? You know, why yeah. not? Why not go to the goddamn Pine Barrens and um, hang out? Uh, honestly, I would, oh, yeah. PTO I would money, totally but, pull um, <laughs> a fucking... Um, Dana and like be like, all right, this is a horn god archetype. Let's do a fucking ritual and give offerings in the woods. Like, yeah. you know, right. Aside from killing to eat, you know, chickens and sheep and things like that. There's not really many accounts of him like attacking people, except for the people that he supposedly attacked when he was born. If you believe that version of the myth, yeah, uh, in that myth, he slaughtered his whole family, but. But it's also, look at the way that he was treated. No, I know. But but you have to look at it as an overall, if we go up there and we're trying to connect with this, I would look at it in the, in the almost like the cryptid slash spirit form of the lore and working with it in that idea, what they did with Hellier and talked about like, well, we felt drawn to this. Like Mm -hmm. that's how we tie our witchcraft into cryptids. Now, I don't think we're going to go out with a chupacabra and we can offer a goat blood, I guess, but I mean, yeah. But the Jersey Devil feels different um, than a Chupacabra, which we'll do, um, because that's changed so much from when I was a kid. It was this creepy looking thing, and now it's like, oh, it could be a coyote with mange, and like, that's... The Chupacabra was never a dog, but I think wild dogs get attributed a lot to, like, Mm -hmm. the mutilations and the the killings, but regardless. um, But I still think that there's something else out there that is Chupacabra that's not wild dog. Oh, you know, for fucking sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that because when I was in school, um, the Spanish teacher was from Puerto Rico and like that was. Oh, so they and nobody a... knew, but nobody knew about it. And one day we were talking about something in class and this was a Christian school. So it was there's no actual learning. But mm-hmm. we were talking about um, something and I said, like the Chupacabra and she fucking looked at me and they were like, they're like, what? And she was like, how do you know about the Chupacabra? <gasps> And, like, me and her had this full-on conversation about how there's, like, yeah. animal testing and all the lore. And everybody in the class was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> and now if you said Chupacabra, everybody fucking knows. Yeah. But, like... I mean, like, it was in a freaking Scooby-Doo movie, for Christ's sakes. Well, so, I yeah. mean... But back then, it was, like, this reptile, red-eyed, like, mm-hmm. clawed monster. And now it's, like... Almost very demon, devil, dragon-like, yeah. you know? Like, so, I mean, yeah, we're getting in all of this shit. Because why could it not be spirits and interdimensional beings and yeah. the chupacabra was like fucking thought to be an alien at, yeah. like back then like oh did an alien come down or whatever but that's a different episode oh yeah aliens are so <laughs> fucking different but um chupacabra is a different fucking episode yeah but no yeah. um i think it's different because like the jersey devil has like such a a long history that dates back so far where it's in especially the... for us in america yeah which yeah. to me it like it harkens back to those ideas of Bigfoot and mm-hmm. all the other things that have been like, you know, there's the re- the more recent ones. It goes back so far and it's in like integrated into like native lore, like Bigfoot is mm-hmm. and all these other things. Like, so those feel different to me. Like you could connect with them on that spiritual slash level, because like, if you think this is an animal that reproduces okay you might see other ones but if it's more of a spiritual interdimensional that like that would that might not age that wouldn't be a body there wouldn't be you know you can't hit with a cannonball yeah (laughs) yeah i call bullshit yeah that that seems like good aim for a cannon (laughs) i feel like cannons are just kind of like point and shoot and hope it hit the side of a ship but like (laughs) yeah i i pegged the jersey devil from fucking he watched me load the cannonball up, light the fucking thing, and didn't get out of the way. <laughs> but then he flew off with a hole in him. Now we're getting totally I like off topic. The, I like the idea of, of him being, like, 
having a hole in him and being <laughs> totally unfazed. Like, right. is that all you got, mortal? Yeah. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, we um, we should we should go up there at some point. Okay. Um, we there's so many places we need to go. So um, become a background Patreon so we can take all the trips and do yeah. all the investigations. Yeah, help us help you have good content. Yeah, there you go. Um, speaking of uh, Patreon, what could we talk about over there for next Friday in between episodes for those mm. people? Um, Should we talk about our experience up at Helen's Bridge and the cemetery? Well, yeah. I mean, we just took that trip and it was like, we posted pictures up on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we could definitely talk about it. I think we should talk Um, about that. And because, I mean, it's something we're also planning on going back to. So um, until um, the next episode, goodbye, you guys. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Cursed is a bi-weekly podcast produced by Bones McWilliams and Cricket Word. Editing by Bones McWilliams. The theme for Cursed is Voice of the Trees by Sun and Moon Dance. Check them out on Spotify, YouTube, or at sunandmoondance.bandcamp.com. Follow Cursed on Instagram, Twitter, and become a patron at patreon.com slash cursedcast. Oh god, I'm stuck. <laughs> um, my ring got caught in my. <laughs> Please keep the oh god, I'm stuck. I'm gonna in my pickety witch shirt. No, don't pick your pickety witch shirt. No, I mean it got stuck in my. I, I, oh, in the sleeve. Okay. Yeah, and um, I, I just it was got like, this shirt. Yeah. No, well, I'm not picking at it. Yeah. I thought your ring was gonna was picking it. Oh no, material. Yeah. Yeah.